Welcome to Catch a Release, a podcast project undertaken by more than 100 English 12 students from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary in Vancouver, BC. In these episodes, you'll be hearing about their memories, big moments from their lives, their regrets, and their dealings with mental health. We hope that after catching these stories, you find a way to release what's holding you back. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to Confession Session. Today, we will confess some of our most embarrassing memories so that we can all have a good laugh at our younger selves. For people like me who suffer from crippling secondhand embarrassment, you've been warned. So strap in, brace yourselves, and enjoy our ride down shameful memory lane. Hi, I'm Giovanna. I'm 17 years old. I was born and raised in Vancouver. Hi, I'm Samantha. I'm 17 as well. I was born in Vancouver. Hey, my name is Rachel. I'm 18. I was also born in Vancouver. Hi, I'm Helen. I immigrated to Canada, Vancouver, when I was around four years old. Let's start with Giovanna. Okay, so this story all began. At home one day, we were having guests over pretty shortly, and my mom was making—I don't know—she, I think they were coming over for dinner, so she was making something. And so I guess so she like she was done making the food, right? She moved the thing, so she turned like I think she like turned off the element. She'll be like, oh, it it, it it's gonna cool down or something. And I was like, oh, like my mind thought, oh, it's already cool automatically. So I'm like, oh, let me see. And I put my hand on the hot element. And it burnt, and it hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, and it was really bad. And then our friends came, like, literally after that, and I was, like, crying. I was bawling my eyes out. This wasn't, like, recent. <laughs> I probably still would cry, but anyways. And our friends, who our guests who were coming, they just come through the back door. And then one of the daughters, she, she was crying because they just gave away their dog because it was too violent, so she was really sad. And she's like, oh, wow, we're all crying today, aren't we? <laughs> and I was also... <laughs> I was really sad because I, I really love playing Mario Kart and like with the remote control like I couldn't it. really with the thing and it, I was really upset I was so good at that yeah that's how I learned that it takes a little while for the element to cool down <laughs> before you can touch it and it won't burn you now with a bit of a more recent story take it away Samantha okay so this happened I think two years ago and I was on this field trip, this gym field trip. So yeah, we were going rock climbing with gym, our gym class. And then for some reason I had given in my waiver. So then right when I got into the door, my gym teacher came up to me and he was like, you can't do anything unless you give me your waiver. So then I said, oh yeah, yeah I have it in my bag. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then I reach into my bag and I pull it out at the same time. <laughs> Okay, so right when I took out my piece of paper, this, this, this like fluffy orange package falls onto the floor. And <laughs> so funny, I remember it like it was yesterday. I look down at the floor and then I realize that this orange package is a pad that just fell on the floor right between me and my gym teacher. Male gym teacher. Oh yeah, a male gym teacher. Anyways. So then I started getting super embarrassed and I, I'm thinking like there's so many eyes on me, everybody's watching and I, 
people just saw like me like drop a pad on the floor. And also, to make it even better, my gym teacher starts laughing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he started laughing and he was like, I, I'm pretty sure he even said like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, he but, said something like that. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, so then after I pick it up, like I shove in my bag and then I shuffle away really awkwardly. And then I go ask my friends if they've, they saw what happened and they're like, no, we weren't even watching. Like no one was paying attention to you. And that's how I learned that people are not always paying attention to what you're doing, even though you might think that they are. And what you're doing really doesn't matter. <laughs> not that it doesn't matter, but people don't care. Um, people don't pay attention to you as much as you pay attention to yourself. Yeah. I sure noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, here's an anecdote from Rachel. So, when I was like five-ish, that was when I first started having piano lessons. And when my classmates, after school, everyone would get to play on the playground. They get to do whatever they want, hang with their friends, while I had to either go home to practice piano or go to the teacher's studio to have my lesson. So I was always jealous. I was always like, like, it's such a waste of time. So there comes a time when I'm around in grade three where I really, I, did, I really didn't want to practice piano anymore. I didn't want to do it. I was like hitting a point where I'm, I was giving up. And during this one period, I didn't practice. And I'm like, you know, when I go to the lessons, I'm just gonna wing it. And like when you go to the lessons, you're not just playing your pieces, you have to do the scales and the arpeggios and all that. And that's the stuff that I hated to practice. I just left it. I, I wasn't gonna, I did not practice at all that week. And then when I went to um, the lesson, I basically flunked everything. I couldn't even get through the piece. And like, I, I'm so bad at making stuff up on the spot. All the notes were wrong. And then my teacher was like, what, what is wrong with you? Like afterwards I thought, oh, she's just probably gonna yell at me. Um, I, I thought it was gonna be, just one of those small talks. But then she ended up calling in my parents for a long talk and being like, if, if this is not what you wanna do, um, why bother? Like, So it actually hit the point where I didn't know if I wanted to continue. So after that talk, it just made me realize that, it, okay, made me realize that there's no shortcuts. Like if I don't practice, then there was no way I was gonna wing that lesson. There was no way I was gonna get past it without, um, kind of having a punishment for it and it was a total embarrassment to myself because it was embarrassment to the teacher and yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hold it, hold wait, 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 it. Wait, 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 don't, do not. You I wasn't going to do it. give us a resolution to this story. Did you continue or not? Yes, I ended up continuing to do piano and then now when I reflect back on it, I'm like, it was all worth it because I, I can't imagine doing it in high school. I have a story for that too. Okay, so basically, I was in the same kind of situation as you did. You, we were recommended to practice one to two hours every day. I'd practice a total of two hours every week, and I'd be like, okay, I'll just wing it. So I go to practice, completely mess everything up. Teacher asks me at the end of every practice, did you practice this week? And I would say, yes. <laughs> That's when the dentist asked me if I floss. Yeah. Yes, I floss. The teacher knew I was lying. My mom knew I was lying. I knew I was lying. But my teachers didn't care. <laughs> and my mom didn't care. <laughs> so we continued this cycle for around a year. Yeah, and that's what I did not do. That's, that's uh, what I fixed that cycle. <laughs> it was just a really big waste of time for all three of us. Or maybe not my mom, but for me and my teacher. 
really regret not trying harder when I did have the chance to. So that just shows you the difference between a success and a not failure. I also used to take piano. I only made it to like level one and I would never practice. I never did anything. Like, yeah, I was a really bad kid. And then after that, I just quit. So like, I guess I kind of hit like kind of the same spot as mm -hmm. you guys did. And then I just didn't try. So it just, I stopped everything. And um, now I know how to play zero instruments, <laughs> you know? So I guess I'm kind of like the failure story of what you guys went through. Yeah. But yeah. What diverse experiences. Now Javanna's back with a chronicle from high school. Okay, so this happened about a couple months ago. My sister missed the day where they got the lockers. So for whatever reason, I was responsible to make sure that she got her locker and I, to go put it on her lock. And so I did that. I went to the office, I got the lock, and she put this code on the back and she was like, okay, here you go. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then I go to my sister's locker, try to unlock this thing. It doesn't unlock. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I try like five times, it doesn't work. And I was like, okay. So I go back to the office and I ask a couple of my friends, I was like, can you try and open this locker, this lock for me? And they were like, okay, sure. And they tried and it didn't work. And I was like, I swear this combo is wrong. Okay, so I go back to the secretary at the office and I say, this is the wrong combination. And she's like, okay, let me check. And she checks the book. She's like, no, this is right. And I was like, okay, you try it then, right? And so she did and she unlocked it first try. And I was so upset. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I tried it. I kept on trying and trying, couldn't get it. And then she was teaching me, she was just like, all the rules and they're like, you pass the zero, I don't know, you have to pass the first number or whatever. All the things that they taught you in grade eight. And I say, in my head, this is how it sounds. I'm in grade 12, I should know how to do this. Cause she was teaching it to me and I was like, I am in grade 12, like I know how to do this. You don't have to teach me the logistics of it. I know how to do this, right? But it came off as like, you know, kind of being mad at her saying like, I'm in grade 12, I know how to do this, leave me alone. And yeah, and that's how I learned that the way that you say something matters. So how you perceive the way that you said something may differ to someone else. Let's welcome Helen to the stage or Mike, I guess, to share her story. Okay, so when I was younger, don't um, get grossed out or anything, but I used to hate brushing my teeth. I, I, I think most kids did as well, right? Yeah, like, I didn't like but it But for either. me, it was, it was pretty bad. Like, I would actually just stand in the washroom for two minutes and just <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that too. I, or I'd turn on the tab and be like... <laughs> and so that's what I would do every day, right? And I, I didn't really think too much of it. But then the dreaded visit to the dentist comes once every six months. And every time I went there, they would give me that dreaded apple juice. And the apple juice was what they called the, the numbing serum. Okay. Was it a shot? It was a shot okay. that they would inject in your mouth. And they called it apple juice to make it sound all right. But it wasn't. It, it really, really hurt every time I got it. And every time I visit the dentist, I would get two to three cavities in my mouth. That's pretty bad, right? Like my whole mouth was completely messed up. There was no teeth that didn't have a cavity on it. And so after that, my baby teeth grew out. I was determined not to have my real teeth get contaminated by cavities, right? So um, what ended up happening was I would get 
kind of obsessed over brushing my teeth. And even to this day, I would be brushing for way longer than you should be brushing. I would brush like, in the worst, worst times, I would be brushing like even up to 20 minutes. Right. 20, that doesn't that, do, that, yeah, my sister she like they brush their teeth for like half an hour and i'm like and like it young. doesn't it doesn't do it like i'm like it you just gotta, just and like harder doesn't there. make different like if you brush too hard like your your gums get, yeah right and I, I know it's not good for me but it, it's kind of hard to quit the habit now i've ruined like countless toothbrushes brushing like the whole brush would go completely flat oh against the <laughs> And so now it's gotten better. It goes maybe like five to ten minutes, which is still a lot. That's, that's yeah. too much. Like even now the doctors have been telling me, you're brushing too much, it's bad for your enamel. And that, that is how I learned that you need to brush your teeth. The importance of brushing your teeth. An important lesson indeed. Now, back to Samantha, who is quite a scoop. Okay, so over the summer last year, I started working at this ice cream store and it was like a really sad store, like no one was ever going in. And for some reason, they had this promotion every day that these seniors and children could get free ice cream just whenever they wanted to. Like it was no special occasion. It was like an everyday thing. And so then I always had to ask people like, how old are you? You know, if, if I thought they were like between the ages that kind of would work for the discount. So then one day this lady, she walks in and I thought she was like 60. The discount was from like 16 above and six and under. But um, I thought she was under 60. So I asked her, so does this promotion apply to you? And then she's like, no, I'm like 40. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, I'm offended. So I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I actually ask everyone, like, I didn't mean to be offensive. And then she's like, okay, well. So then I gave her a giant scoop of ice cream. I guess I had to make her pay for it because she wasn't 16 above. And then <laughs> she left the store. And that's how I learned that you should never guess someone's age and to think before you speak. Finally, one last spiel from Javanna. We saved the best for the last, y'all. And by best, I mean, well, you'll find out for yourself soon enough. Okay, so this next thing happened was when, it, this was just a day thing. Part of our youth group is where we go. We go to random places. So this time we decided to go to the Cultist Lake Waterfront. Like everything was fine. I was having lots of fun. You know, it was a really good time. And so I was in about grade six. That makes it even worse. And we're just like having fun, having the time of our lives, right? As, as much fun as a grade six kid can have, right? And I guess like at that point, like I kind of had to use the washroom. And we decided to go in the Valley of Fear. And if anybody has been on the Valley of Fear, you would know that like I always hold my butt up because you will slam your butt on on the ramp, I guess you could call it, or on the ride, the attraction. But I guess that time I didn't do that and I kind of had to use the washroom. So we were going down this thing and I hit my bum on the thing and <laughs> I pooed myself. <laughs> it wasn't like a lot, it was a little bit, but it was enough that it would be like noticeable, you know? Like, and I could tell, like I could tell, I could smell it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I could smell it off of me and I was so embarrassed and like obviously your swimsuit's wet so it's like even more difficult to like clean yourself so like I go to the bathroom and I try to clean it off it's not coming off and as gross as this sounds I actually went into one of like the pools just to try to see if I could wash it <laughs> 
everybody kind of knew. I don't know. There was no, I think there was like a mark on the ride, but I don't think anybody noticed. Or maybe there wasn't one. The next person to go, oh my gosh. Maybe There's not. Maybe did all, but I know it smelled. Yeah, I just knew that it smelled. It smelled pretty bad and I was so embarrassed. I think I just got changed. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done for the day. So, and that's how I learned that. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, that happened. All of that happened. Every single one of those were true stories. But don't feel too bad. We've all grown up and learned our lessons since then. We've gotten to a place where we can look back on those moments that felt like the end of the world and recognize that they're just learning experiences that are pretty funny in hindsight. Don't sweat the small stuff, because down the line, those memories will be sources of enjoyment as others laugh at your pain. You can't see me, but I'm winking. Bye. Special thanks to www.zapsplat.com and FNC Audio on SoundCloud for our music and sound effects.